Welcome to The Yoga Voice, a podcast by City Yoga, School of Yoga and Health. Our guests discuss how the contemporary practice of this ancient art transforms the lives of individuals and communities in the Midwest and beyond. City Yoga has been a center for the practice of yoga and yoga teacher training since opening in 2002. Join us as we explore how yoga inspires and transforms. Dave Sims here at the Yoga Voice, and welcome all who are tuning in for our meditation series. And I hope this recording finds you well and that you can pause and listen and reflect and and just take this time for yourself, you know, self-care in the midst of a pandemic and and rioting and civil unrest is it's really important for all of us to maintain our own energy by taking these moments of pause for meditation or mindfulness or just a little quiet time. So we're on the fourth chakra today. So the seven chakras, just to refresh, and um, the first three are, are connected with more grounding physical energy. And as we progress to the upper chakras, the heart is kind of that balancing point that that it connects the lower chakras with the upper chakras. So think of the physical and the spiritual, and and this heart chakra becomes that that gateway or that connector that allows the energies to flow both ways and a sense of connection. So some of the aspects of this fourth chakra is called the Anahata chakra, which is Sanskrit for unstruck sound. So it's think about that as a unstruck sound that is made without anything striking it, an unstruck sound. So it's free of hurt. It's very clean, very fresh, very pure. When that heart chakra is free of grief and old hurts, its opening is fresh and radiant. All those energies we talked about in that third chakra really start to shift into the energy of acceptance and and being with what is. And the element of the third or the fourth chakra is air. So we just a little recap, we started with earth and water and fire and now air. And and air, you know, lifts our spirits up and there's an energy of uplifting. And the chakra revolves around these energies of love and, and breath and balance and relationship and unity and healing and compassion. So when we, and that's also, I should note, um, oh, a few years ago, I had a weekend, four four or five, several day intensive with uh, a guy who's a Sanskrit scholar and kind of specializes in different yogic deities or archetypes of different energies and aspects. His name was uh, Manoj Chalam, and and he talked about Hanuman as the, he's kind of the 
archetype uh, representing super superhuman strength and superhuman intellect combined with a high degree of devotion to power greater than ourselves and and that hanuman energy resides in the heart chakra it's thought to be actually hanuman's thought to be like an incarnation of shiva and shakti bringing those energies you know of creation and destruction and and the idea that all asana comes from that same kind of hanuman energy embodying the strength and intelligence and and doing it with a high level of devotion and so anyway i would be um, remiss if i didn't mention old, old hanuman on this heart chakra chat but hanuman's a whole nother whole nother talk so we'll we'll circle back to that one later but as we settle in and we start to you know think about the energies of our heart and I know there's a lot of, of sadness out there today and and hurt. And this energy, it really begins with relationships. First, being able to see the world in terms of relationships. You know, what causes things to enter into and remain in combination with other things a basic uh, Anandaya Judith definition of relationship. And, of course, that includes our relationship with the world around us. It includes our personal relationships. You know, love being one of those key components in the way we navigate the world and, and the way we relate to others. And that energy really resides in the heart. And love, you get to remember, is this really unifying force that really draws things together, people together, and then it keeps them in relationship. So we're going to explore some of that energy today. And as we do, I would like to uh, read you a little something from um, it's from Anadea Judith, which I've talked about before in these in these chakra meditations, and. Um, she writes that in regarding this fourth chakra that there are many things which reduce the flow of loving energy from one person to another. So undue attachment, one person can reduce the flow of energy. If we, if we have jealousy, that reduces the flow of love as it, it narrows its ability to flow. Things like homophobia, ageism, racism, restrict love. The dialogue in our mind of you can't touch him or her or she's too old or they're too wrong, wrong, wrong color, size, background. All those prejudice and biases restrict that flow of love through this energy. So if we can see love as infinite and approach it from abundance instead of scarcity, we can see that in truth, love is very self-perpetuating. And that's one of those paradoxes of the, the more we give it away, the more we get to keep it, the more it gets to grow within us. And she goes on to say that opening the heart chakra expands one's horizons for sharing love and energy. 
people in different backgrounds are more likely to stimulate stimulate growth in the in one another versus people that are have the same background. So that diversity stimulates growth within each one of us. The greater our understanding of the other is the greater our capacity to love. The, the heart chakra perceives the world in its unity, not its separation. When we withhold that energy, it leads us into a more of a constricted state. And it affects the way we navigate in the world and and it blocks us from really being the best person we can be, you know, living our best life, having having that sense of freedom to speak our truth and, and be who we are. So the removing some of those blocks, we have to we can look at them like a couple big ones like rejection, you know, it's a it's a basic human fear. It's not, you know, it's not surprising to think about, like, there's, people don't want to be rejected. But it does threaten our basic internal balance and our sense of self-acceptance. If, if we're really integrated through that heart chakra, there's a sense of being in relationship with the others. Rejection causes us to disintegrate, so that disconnection. And this can turn to non-love towards ourselves, maybe even start to self-destruct. So just that, that piece of rejection can be, can be internalized in a very self-destructive way. So we have to watch out for that. We also have to watch out for fear. And, you know, fear works in almost an opposite energy of the heart chakra. It's our human, it's part of our human makeup. It's part of our survival. It's It's a protection mechanism within us to help balance our input from our senses. And, you know, it helps to protect, protect us physically as well, well as emotionally. But it can turn against us. It can be a, a very two double-edged sword, you know, and that and aspects of the, the heart chakra energy, it's, think of it, that fear as sort of the gatekeeper. And being it's having about having boundaries right so we're so we're simultaneously recognizing unfounded fears and also recognizing you know real threats to our boundaries and when we get constricted so when we get constricted with that heart energy, that can just really allow us to feel depleted and isolated and alone in the world. So learning to take that that energy of love on many, many levels 
learning to keep these energies within us open, we have to be able to feel, we have to be able to communicate. We need to acknowledge our own autonomy, our own power. We just need to be able to perceive things and find understanding. And maybe most importantly, we, we have to step back and relax and allow, allow that to happen. And again, that relates to the breath. You know, we all have talked down here often about pausing and breathing. It's, you know, it's a language rampant in the mindfulness world of stop and pause and breathe and be in the moment. And that's what I'm talking about when we can relax and then we can let these energies flow. And if we think about love as a, a connection deep within our core that allows us to feel connected to the core of others, regardless of skin color, age, sex, looks, money, any of that. So in this deep connection, there's a sense of spiritual connection, a sense of being touched and moved and really inspired to heights beyond our normal limits. It is a connection with a deep fundamental truth that runs through all life and connects us all together. Love makes the mundane sacred. In those words of Anadea Judith, it's love makes the mundane sacred so that it is cared for and protected. When we lose our sense of connection with all life, we have lost the sacred. And we are no longer for and protect that which nourishes us. That's a lot of self-survival, finding ways to grow beyond our limited selves. Those desires in the heart are not in the mind. So there's a feeling there, a sense of feeling that, that transcends a lot of thought and uh, a lot of that sense of judgment and separation. As we go into our meditation, there's this Let's say a few words about the breath because it's, you know, the breath is really the essence of our life. And when, and a lot of us breathe shallow and chest breathe and don't really breathe to the full capacity of our, our lungs, which limits our flow of oxygen into the body. And oxygen nourishes our cells. And when we breathe in, the lungs create this little exchange of gas that sends nourishment throughout every cell of the body. And, and then that blood comes back through the heart and into the lungs and is expelled out the toxins. The, the waste the body produces leaves the body with the breath, allowing space for renewal and refreshment. So the, you know, and that 
affects our brain, affects our thinking, affects our body's ability to heal itself, our, body, our, our immune systems, our body's ability to protect the organs and, and allow us to thrive. And if you think about the breath, fuels the voice, crossing over the vocal cords, allows us to speak. I mean, the breath can control our nervous system. As we talk about the deeper nasal breathing, engaging the parasympathetic side of the nervous system. So this is all really centered around that heart energy. If you think about when you're breathing, the lung, the air flows down the airways to the lungs, and the entrance to the lungs is just right about that heart center. So as we get ready for this little meditation, I'd like for you to, to uh, find a comfortable seat, and I'll preface this with a little bit, we'll, it's kind of a meditation where we'll obviously focus on that heart energy. And there's this idea in, in yogic philosophy of the within us resides this, this wishing tree. And it's thought of as this symbol within us that holds the deepest wishes of the heart are held in that wishing tree. So it's not what we think we want, but it's more tapping into those deeper longings of the soul. And it is believed that if we can truly come to that place within us, that wishing tree, that place of those deep desires of the heart and soul, that those can be released, moving us closer to that freedom, the freedom of the soul. So we'll call this a wishing tree meditation on the heart chakra. So take a deep breath in, exhale out the mouth. Seal the lips as we breathe in and out. So breathe in fully. Feel the lungs expanding in all directions. Breathing with that awareness of your breath and your body. Remembering that healing power of prana or life force rides along with the flow of the breath. As we notice the rhythm of our own breath, breathing in, breathing out, Be aware of your own rhythm. And start to fine tune your awareness 
into the rhythm of your heartbeat. Being aware of your own beating heart. As we find that awareness of our heart beating and sending fresh blood throughout the body, just imagine that those veins and arteries become a part of a tree within you. The veins and arteries below the heart, imagine those as roots of that tree. Imagine everything above the heart, the arms and shoulders, the neck and head as, as branches and leaves of the tree. Follow that beating heart as it sends healing, nourishing energy down through the torso, through the legs, through the feet, and again, up through the body, through the chest, through the shoulders, arms and hands, face and head. Breathing in that fresh air, breathing in that life force. Allowing the heart to be the center of that sacred tree within you. With its branches, there are these threads of a web of life extending all through your body and then out into the world. It's that web of the universe that we're held in and connected to. The trunk of the tree is you, is your core, is your being. It's your innermost self. From this core, your roots go deep creating this solid foundation for the tree. Think of those roots digging deep to find nourishment, things that give you sustaining power and energy, just like roots draw up food and water for the tree. The roots within you draw up those things that sustain you. From that core of yourself, imagine those branches have leaves, wishes of the heart reaching out, and they collect the sunlight. They allow you to grow, flower, to produce fruit. As the leaves grow, they eventually fall and then grow again, embracing that cycle of life that is so abundant in nature. Seeing ourselves as this tree of life, this wishing tree within ourselves is connected with all things. 
and imagine as you sit tuning inward in front of that tree within yourself imagine an altar can be any type of altar that you wish to see something simple something ornate as we breathe in and out in front of this altar let's make a decision to choose something you'd like to give up whether it's a bad habit something within yourself you want to let go of, an old hurt. Maybe you'd like to offer something of yourself, such as creativity or loyalty or healing. We make this symbolic offering in this altar of our hearts is in exchange for granting a wish. A wish from the deep, deep pit of the heart, the soul's desire. As we breathe in and out, Allow that longing for that desire of the heart to spread throughout all the branches of your tree, through the, through the roots. Imagine this tree growing vibrant and bursting with life, strong and solid and timeless. And then in your mind's eye, you you notice a bird that flies and lands on a branch in the center of the tree. There's a connection there as he observes the tree cocking its head from one side to the other, as if listening deeply to the longing and the wishes that you've just expressed. You feel this moment of communion with this little bird that lives inside your heart. As you feel that connection, you hold the bird close to your heart and let your heart, not your mind, let your heart speak your wishes to the little bird Allow it to come from deep within. Maybe images come to mind, that's okay. Don't search for them, just allow you to feel. And then we'll gently just kiss the bird a little goodbye and gently 
Release it to fly away. Set it free to do your work. Let it go. And let's forget about it. Let the little bird carry your wishes to the powers in the universe so they they may be fulfilled in the best way possible for all concerned. It's the essence of letting go, committing to simply being, allowing the energies of the heart to be completely open, to be in relationship with all things connecting with the threads of the universe in a way that sustains us and nourishes us, allows us to help to sustain and nourish each other. We'll slowly start to deepen our breath. We'll slowly drop our chin down towards our chest. We'll allow our eyes to just flutter open, seeing with new vision. We'll just look forward, we'll stretch our arms out long, sweep the hands overhead, draw the palms together right into that heart center. Remembering those deep desires of the heart. Remembering that this way of drawing our hands to heart center is a connection we can find within ourselves and with each other as we acknowledge the meaning of namaste as simply that the light and spirit that dwells within me humbly honors that light and spirit that dwells within each one of you. Namaste. Taking our time to maybe find stillness, reflecting here in the moment. Maybe finding little movements, but taking your time. Remembering to thank yourself for this time of self-care, for this time of quieting, this time of deep inner reflection. And my wish is that as you go through the rest of your day, you may be finding these moments of pause where you can nurture that happiness within each one of us, 
that happy, joyous freedom that I believe we're all meant to experience. And these little practices can help us move towards that, that feeling of being happy, joyous, and free, free of the bonds of things that hold us back. So next Friday, we'll venture to the sixth chakra, the throat chakra, the Vishtudev, so it's at the power of speaking our truth, and a lot of things go into it as we progress along this path of opening up our energies. And I wish you all well, and thank you for tuning in. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us at the, the Yoga Voice Podcast at gmail.com. Shoot us an email. If you enjoyed our practice today, feel free to share it with friends and and enjoy your day. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to The Yoga Voice, brought to you by City Yoga School of Yoga and Health, where we are committed to exploring how yoga inspires and transforms. Find out more at www.cityyoga.biz. That's C-I-T-Y-O-G-A dot biz. Special thanks to our producer, Brian Sims, for his audio expertise. <laughs>